episode six. And here for today's episode, I have with me Jonathan. How y'all doing? <laughs> Want to introduce yourself? Um, my name is Jonathan. Uh, I'm a student at Rutgers, and I attend Salem Seventh-day Adventist with Shalisa. Mm-hmm, thank you. So uh, for this episode, we're going to be talking about establishing identity and how to not, I guess, lose that, especially in this age of social media and all of, I guess, the different things that are going on with celebrities and stuff like that. So just as a starting question, Jonathan, do you feel as though you have established certain parameters in your identity ever since going to college? Um, I definitely think I have. I think going to college um, made me realize just exposed me to different things, mm-hmm. different things that people do, and just realizing like what I would get into, what I wouldn't get into. So like how? So, you know, when it comes to um, basically like parties and when it comes to- You go to parties? I don't, that's the <laughs> <laughs> But uh, when it comes to um, uh, drugs and like just things that like I see people do, and I think I'm what I do that, and it's just like, nah, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think college has also helped me like realize like where I want to go in life, because like you, you never really you get asked that question, but you never really like know until it's presented like the mm-hmm. rest of your life is presented mm-hmm. in, in your face. Like ever since you were young, they just continuously ask that question and expect you to know exactly what you want to do when you're older. Yeah, and it's like, hold on. Yeah, it's really presented in your face, and I like. The way it happened for me, because I realized that I want to be uh, in sports media. Mm. Um, just that's where I want to land, somewhere in there, in that param- in those parameters. And but I didn't know that at first. I knew that when I was little. I saw like people on TV doing it when I was little, and I knew I wanted to do it. But like as like I did the runaround in my life, I didn't know I wanted to do it until like I just sat down and was like, "What do I want?" My life? <laughs> I was like, "You know what?" This is what I want, and now I'm chasing it. So. Do you think it's the right choice? Do you think, like, you don't think you'll regret it or anything like that, no? No, because it's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, my uncle, like, would tell me, like, oh, don't don't worry about if you're, uh, don't worry about uh, if you're happy with your job. Once you want a nice car in the background, oh. you, want, you want a big house, you better go in, go into, you know, computer science, something like that. Or doctor, you know what I'm engineering. But I was saying, like, nah, like, I just want to be happy. Um, as far as like entering college and kind of like you, like you know that you didn't go into college knowing exactly what you wanted to do and stuff like that. Well, as far as maybe social life and like certain things about your identity that you I guess didn't know before, or like let's say how uh, your personality evolved, especially since going to college, how do you think that changed her? Um, I think I got a lot more. I found. I got a lot more like comfortable talking to people. Were you an introvert before? I would say, yeah. Okay. Because like I didn't this semester, because you know, my first semester in college, my first year in college was all online. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So before that, I never really had to reach out to people, like stuff like that. And when I did, it was really just like a, you know, we would meet online and it just be like that. But mm-hmm. when this year started and we were back on campus, like I was realizing like, oh, I actually have to talk to people. Yeah, and, you have to, friends. and you have to talk to people in order to succeed. Too, yeah. You can't just like go through the classes by yourself. You no. need partners, you need help. You need people to study with. So like the fear of rejection was probably like a reason why I was always scared to reach out to people. Yeah. But like getting over that was probably like the biggest part of like my college experience in terms of like talking to people and stuff like that. When did you get over it? Like recently or when did it start when the fall semester began? Like last semester type thing because that's when, because I was like reaching out to people and mm-hmm. I wasn't getting responses sometimes mm-hmm. and that was, that's just demoralizing. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it hurts. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so, um, but at some point I reached, you know, a certain crowd and I just found my people. That's really nice. As far as I go, for me, I'd say maybe I grew up too fast in that instance because my parents, they would always push on me that I would always 
like I would always need to know what I wanted to do with my life. Like the entire thing of choosing what you want to do as far as your career goes when you're like 15, 16 years old doesn't sit right with me, but I just had to do it. And when I did it, I realized, okay, there are certain connotations that go uh, with like my career choice and everything. So I just need to fit into that bubble. And so I tried to, and that didn't work out for me mm-hmm. at all. Um, I am an introvert, and I don't think that's ever really going to change, to be honest. Um, I don't really like putting myself out there. I guess to some extent I realized that I need to, especially in college. Um, I think I talked about in another episode that I had a Rutgers Misconnections page, and I reached out to people through there. But it would never last, you know? Like, uh, the conversation, I just... Maybe I just didn't click with them, or maybe I was just too awkward enough to um, have them click with me. Um, But I do realize that that's something that I need to work on as far as myself goes. Um, But I guess like that's the first step too when it comes to establishing your identity, realizing that you need to change something. And it's like something minuscule too. It's not something that necessarily that's like huge and that you're just gonna have to uh, like change your entire lifestyle. Like, no, it's not. I can just like start off slow, maybe like make a few friends here and there. Don't need to be like besties all of a sudden, like acquaintances at least, or like maybe somebody that I can study with or something like that. But I do need to realize that. At the same time, everyone's not for you though. That's, yeah. That's another thing too, because I feel like me, I've definitely been like really picky in terms of like people who I like get close with. And I think that's, it's, it's not a bad thing to be introverted, not at all, because, uh, when I hear some of the stories of like some of my other friends telling me about like how their friends did them wrong and stuff like that, thank God it's never <laughs> happened to me, but like, oh, yeah. it's like, yeah, I can never no. deal with something like that. But then I'm also a bit too trusting, I'd say, and I know that for myself at least. Either that, it's either that or I'm a people pleaser. And I'm a people pleaser, especially at my job. I, um, like I would literally, when I first started, just put everything down, just go and help somebody else, even though it hurt me in the process. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would I do that to myself? Like in some instances, I just need to learn to be selfish in some way because it's good for me. Um, but yeah, I know that ugh, some people are just not good for me. I do try to force it sometimes because there's that part of me that's like, you need to make friends. Mm-hmm. And so if you're just gonna, you're just gonna have to force yourself to be cool with this one person so that you can say that you have friends. <laughs> and Never really, honestly. <laughs> no, for real. Um, but at least, okay, how about, how have you, um, I guess, portrayed or maybe showcased your identity in media or anything like that? Or like, are, do you feel comfortable doing so? Have you done it in the past? <laughs> no, not yet. Um, the reason I was so excited to get on here is because like I'm trying to start a podcast for myself. Too. Oh shoot! Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to start a sports podcast at my school, mm. so um, I definitely want to uh, get into that and start to like develop a voice. It was hard for me to find my voice, I think, because I I did a podcast at my uh, in high school before. Yeah, I see that on your story, uh, Gravies. Yeah. Yeah. But um, like. I remember my teacher telling me, oh my gosh, you sound so nice. And when I heard it back, I had like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know? And I was so like insecure about my voice. But I, I think like um, the different things that I've seen in terms like in media and stuff like that, I think that's all gonna be like a culminating, like I use that to culminate into my own voice and you know, add my little twist to it mm-hmm. and whatever I do. So I don't think I found it yet, but God willing, I will. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. Um, as far as I go, okay, maybe let's say Instagram per se. Um, I don't really like to post. Like, I feel like I'm not one of those people really? who, I know. Yeah. I don't post. Like, I post and I throw my phone on the bed and I don't look at it at all. Maybe it has to do with, not even with the no, fact that. No, but your posts are high quality. Thank you. Thank you, thank no, you, really. thank you. Remember the, the caption is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I try, but I feel like every single time I do, um, I always, like, I'm with the aesthetic for, like, maybe a few months or so, and then I look at it and I'm like, mm, I'm not with that anymore. And then I archive all the posts and then I just start over again, which is exactly what I did in these past few months. Um, and I'm not happy about it simply because, like, yeah, I'm trying to establish my own identity and, like, everything about myself, but... I feel like 
why is that being implemented into my presence on social media and stuff like that? Like, why do people need to know that? I feel like they know now. It's weird. Um, but as far as starting this podcast goes, um, I only did it. I did it to, okay, I'm going to say this. I think maybe senior year of high school, I think I developed, I like to call it a mental stutter. Um, I remember when I was younger, I was definitely still an introvert, but I could talk as far as uh, being in public and stuff like that. I remember I said something, like I was saying something in church, and somebody came up to me afterwards and they were like, yeah, like you speak so eloquently, like you're so, like it's so nice and everything, like I love hearing you speak and everything. And I don't remember one time after that that I did the same thing because every single time, again, that mental study would come, or like a mental buffer, I also like to call it, just nothing would come out. It was either like when I'm thinking, um, like my mind would just go blank, or when I'm speaking, it's like that physical stutter coming from my mind and nothing can like physically come out. And um, I realized that maybe it has to do with something with like social anxiety or something like that. Or maybe like since going to college, I realized that like I'm in such a huge environment that I feel like just this really small minuscule speck. And like I don't really, like you said, like have a voice or anything like that. And so the reason why I started this podcast was to like try to combat that. Also try to like talk about topics that I've always wanted to talk about. Um, but it's mainly that. And so um, at least my presence on media, I always try to make it, I guess, structured. And so when it comes to my Instagram and how it didn't really fit the first time I did it and then like changing it all over and all over again, I'm just like, I might as well just leave it alone. Just like not do it at all. Uh, I don't know, there's like a whole bunch of uh, parts to it that I just need to figure out. I think that's so interesting though that you say that because like I was going to ask you like what you think, like a question that came up is the reporter in me, but like the, the question that came up like when you were talking about Instagram is like how do you feel like, because we base so much of our not identity off of, no, nah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> no, we do. <laughs> but like at the same time, like we, we're all trying to portray this like like whatever parts of ourselves that we want to show yeah. on Instagram, mm -hmm. but like we don't show everything. Yeah. I just want to know like what you think about that. Like if you think it's such a bad thing that we take Instagram so seriously, because you know there are some people like they have zero posts on Instagram, oh, they're yeah. trying to live in stereos. That oh, was yeah. me. I was <laughs> on my team. Like I, I really like used to do that. Like you know, like, okay. do you think that's a good thing or not really? Okay, okay, okay. I. I understand that you shouldn't be posting like everything on social media. Like obviously you have a private life and there are a lot of thing people that can like twist it the wrong way and like maybe manipulate you if you post everything on uh, Instagram and stuff like that and like social media in general. Um, but then there are those people like who don't post a lot but the things that they are posting they don't necessarily reflect what they're actually going through and sometimes it's like detrimental to the people who are uh, consuming that content I feel like um, as far as let's like a general example uh, like little kids like they're going on Instagram and stuff like that and they see like this perfect person living a perfect life on social media and that's all they put on it and then they're over here thinking that okay let me go ahead and set that expectation for them for myself and then they realize that they can't reach that expectation and then it just all crumbles from there so I think uh, that that is bad but also if you're if you're only posting things that I guess you feel are it's so-so, I feel. It's 50-50. Um, but I am leaning more towards not good. What do you think? I think it's not good. I, it, it ties back into identity. Yeah. Because, like, when you look at other people and you see these other people doing these things, and me, like, I'm a homebody. I was always staying at home. I was never going anywhere. Oh, yeah, I no, I'm a homebody. I didn't have a car, right, mm -hmm. until, like, recently. So I couldn't go anywhere because what I was going to take the bus to party bus. I was gonna take the bus to take a girl, you know. Oh, girl. So, no. <laughs> so, like, I would see people out and doing things, and then just be me at home, and I would just be like, damn, yeah. you know. But, <laughs> but at the same time, like, you have to realize, like, you like, 
at least for me, I had to realize it myself. Like, I don't do everything, the same things that other people do. Yeah. You know I'm saying? Maybe I could try it one day, but, like, I don't do the same things that people do. And that's okay. Like, that's all right. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I remember um, my older cousin used to tell me, like, like, just don't. When I first got on social media, because I got social media late. Like, I got social media when I was, like, 15. Mm. So when I first got it, he just told me, like, don't pay attention. He, he gave me that advice. Don't pay attention to what everybody's doing. Cause like they'll make you think like it's all good and that their like that their life is great when behind closed doors they're miserable. So like yeah. just keep that in mind and just worry about yourself and yeah. Definitely for me at least I think I got exposed to social media when I was in seventh grade. I was maybe twelve, twelve, thirteen around that time, which I guess like I think. <laughs> I couldn't get a phone um, until high school, and Same. so I <laughs> and I was using my iPod instead. It was an iPod Touch, and not Kit. Oh my god! Um, but I remember. I guess nobody gave me that talk or anything like that. I was just like following what my friends did because my friends uh, they had phones at that time, and so I was like, okay, I got this. The things I was posting on Instagram, mind you, like, for everybody to see. Like, it wasn't bad or anything. It was just embarrassing. <laughs> I remember I, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. I was undoing my hair. Half of it, half of my hair is out. The other half is in braids. I took a picture. I edited it, black and white filter and everything, and then the caption was doing my hair. with, And my was spelled M-I instead of M-Y. And... <laughs> My friends clowned me the next day I went to school. Um, but I think I've learned. I guess starting on social media kind of has its, like, pros and cons, I guess. Like, young, more so cons, especially when you're very, very young. Because I personally don't think that you should be exposed to that at such a young age. Uh, it, could, it's, it could be very damaging uh, to one's mindset. But you can honestly say that about adults, too. Like grown adults who literally don't have anything going for themselves, and they just want to go ahead and post like this lavish lifestyle that they really don't have, simply to impress I don't know, like a random seventeen-year-old person that's well, strolling through. That you see people do on social media, clout is a disease. It's a disease. <laughs> it's bad, really bad. <laughs> like I understand that you want that popularity and that fame and whatnot, but what to what extent are you gonna go? That's crazy. It really doesn't make sense. Growing up, are just grown kids. Um, like they're not. Yep. You know, I, I used to think like there was a barrier. There was something that clicked at some point. Or like an age where, it, like, once you re reached that, it was like, okay, I got this. Like I'm maturing now. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that at all. Like if you look at <laughs> Pete Davidson and okay, okay, okay. When I talk about that situation. I'm obviously on Pete's side, because what the heck is Kanye doing? Really? You know, oh, a no. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We know, rock and skate. I'm not going to rock Why, 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 why? Because, like, you are up in my house. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm just biased. but like, in your wife's bed. Man, you're up in my house. Like, you were up in my house, you know, eating dinner with me a couple years ago, chilling, acting like it was all cool. Now, as soon as, as soon as things got bad, look who just, who just... <laughs> who just trots up into the picture? Like, yeah. I, where you come from? <laughs> okay, but maybe, maybe I'm biased simply because I hate Kanye. I don't really? like him. And I don't. Oh God, the things that he's been doing, it just doesn't sit right with me. And then I think he posted something. I think he, what posted decapitating P. Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you though. Like, he's he. He's acting delusional because it's crazy. So. And then uh, the entire thing, like the lawyer thing between Kim and everything. But like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I was crazy you? too. I was. So you would do all of that. I'm not saying if I'm I'm that. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I understand where, he's, where the man's coming from. I'd go insane. I go crazy. The, but he that far. No, I wouldn't go look. No, because literally, I read that he, um, when Kim was like trying to finalize the divorce, he was like, "Yeah, you can't stay single. You're gonna have to keep West to your name." And I was like, "Okay, I feel like that's very possessive of you, and I don't like that in a person." Um, obviously, yeah, is Pete wrong to some extent? Yeah, were those messages foul? Absolutely, but no, 
No, if I was Pete, I would have did the same thing. Oh, I would have done it way early. <laughs> <laughs> You're not about to be calling me skeet on the internet okay. and dragging my day. I would have been, I would have been Chris Kaya. Okay, but still, and then Kim is just living in life in in this situation. She don't care at all. Talking about whose car are we taking um, with Pete in between her, like, um, I don't even, I don't even. But the thing is, I don't think, if I were in that situation, would you post that? Post what? The entirety of what they did, as far as, like, the messages and everything like that. If I was... Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. If you were Pete, would you? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Yo, if I was Pete Davidson, I would have been Eric Kanyao. And he's a comedian. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I would have been... I would have been... Ben aired him yeah, out. SNL skits would have been crazy. What? Yeah, I'm crying. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> he has a platform like SNL. Oh my god, what a big Eric Kanye out. Because you know about it. But at the same time, like, I'm a big Kanye fan. Mm -hmm. I love his music, I'll say that. Yeah, I'm a big Kanye fan. But, uh, like, he's obviously crazy. Oh no. Yeah, yeah like, he's obviously crazy. Absolutely delusional. And so when it comes to like posting on social media and stuff like that, I'm just like very careful of what I post at least. Not necessarily just because of that situation, but uh, of anything regardless. A lot of people, they post like s dumb stuff, stupid things that are honestly gonna be following you throughout your entire life. Like when you're trying to get a job mm. and stuff like that. Like, oh, it's absolutely crazy. The background checks that they'd be pulling on you. Yeah. And so I'm just like very, very careful of that. But then like there's also the social aspect. Like I don't want people to judge me if I post something specific. Or like um, I regret it like, I don't know, two weeks after and I just happen to look at my uh, my Instagram, um, my page and I'm just like, why, what was I thinking? Like what are people thinking of me at this yeah. point, right? And like you could do it, you could say the same thing like in person, I guess. Like you wanna, go in public and you want to uh, like make yourself seem like a certain person, but I feel like it's different on social media because you get to cater that to yourself like in any way, shape, or form. You can't really do anything about your physical appearance like much about it at least. Like you're always going to like look a specific way. But on social media, you can really do anything, yeah. anything. And so I guess like people, they take advantage of that sometimes and then they misuse it and they abuse it a lot of the other times, I feel like. But... The thing, about, the thing about social media to me that's so like insane is like we can never reach the world this way before. Oh, like yeah. I remember scrolling on TikTok during the election and I was literally on like Trump TikTok. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was on Trump TikTok. I was like, what am I doing here? And I'm seeing people, you know, like supporting Trump and stuff like that. And you know, you support what you want to. Mm -hmm. But like at the same time, it's like, how am I? Because that's another thing too. Like on Instagram, like you really have your side of Instagram. Instagram has like the way that the Instagram algorithm works, that all these algorithms work this way. Mm -hmm. But like Instagram, you're really not going to see anything that's like outside your realm, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. But like on Twitter, TikTok, like you see everything. You see all sides. You see like, you see cooking TikTok. You see, you know, a black TikTok yeah. or, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and then it's so much information to process. It can be so draining oh. sometimes. Oh, yeah. That's why, it's, honestly, like I've had to take breaks before for sure. Like, like month-long breaks week-long breaks but it's another thing too is it could get addictive because i know sometimes like i'll just go on tiktok for just a little dopamine rush like just for a little laugh just so i can feel good because i feel bad let me just go on tiktok i just want to laugh right now you know yeah so uh it's I, a good thing but it's it's, it's so bad no i understand it's bad because i don't think ever since i went on tiktok i don't think there was a day that i didn't go on it mm. It's and saying a lot. Sakvi, that I used to make fun of my friends for being on TikTok. Me too. <laughs> me too. I'm telling you, comment can vouch for me. I remember she would be on it. It was I got in it. Uh, I think November 2019, right before we got into lockdown. And I, she was always like, "Should please get on TikTok? Should please get on TikTok?" I was over here thinking that it was for kids. Yo, I was. Like, I used to flame my friends for being on TikTok. Yo, that look, yo, are you serious? Are you so immature. What's wrong with you? Yo, like in the middle of quarantine, addicted. Mm. Couldn't get off of it. 
maybe that had something to do with it as far as quarantine goes because yeah. I had nothing to do mm-hmm. absolutely nothing and so I felt like that fed into the addiction um, because of summer of 2020 I wasn't doing jack Tell me about I it. wasn't working I wasn't doing I wasn't applying to college which I was supposed to mm-hmm. um, I wasn't doing anything and so like that was really the only thing that I could do Instagram wasn't appealing to me anymore Snapchat wasn't appealing to me anymore Twitter wasn't appealing to me anymore. It was just TikTok. Snapchat's dead. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know why people still use that. Oh, my God. And maybe, like, it's just, like, talk to people, I guess, um, as far as, like, relationships go. But even then, so, I just don't see that. I really don't. Streaks. People still doing streaks. That's, I don't I don't know what the point of that was, to be honest. No, I don't know what it was. Either, but <laughs> no, I, I was 15, so I was doing it. Everybody, everyone else was doing it. Oh, it was yeah. easily influenced. Like, it was 100, 200. <laughs> <laughs> I could never. And Twitter, I'm not going to lie. Ever since I got on Twitter, it took me a while to get into it. But, like, I got addicted to Twitter, too. I feel like I haven't gotten there yet simply because I don't know how to work it. I hope you don't get Twitter is hell, earth, <laughs> on earth. How? Oh. <laughs> because, like, it's literally, you're seeing people from every, like, like, you're seeing good stuff, but you're seeing all the bad stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, it doesn't matter what side of Twitter you're on. Like, I'm on basketball Twitter mm-hmm. a lot. But oh, like, you watch Mac Bags? Right now? Nah, just mm-hmm. NBA. But I've been, but I've been following though. I've been seeing like how like all like the brackets have been getting broken and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Kentucky just lost. Oh, oh uh, my God. Didn't Duke lose? No. Mm, Duke lost. No, they no they won. I'm pretty sure. Hold on, cause I'm gonna say something really quickly. Um, when it comes to like the whole identity and shit like that, I definitely altered uh, my interest just a bit. Uh, when it came to like watching basketball, uh, simply to impress like my friends at work and stuff like that, <laughs> I downloaded the app. I did the bracket. I sent my friends twenty bucks. To <laughs> twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. And mind you, all of my predictions are like literally shit. Like they're bad right now. Um, oh, you're not doing much worse than the rest of America. <laughs> man, <laughs> hold on. Let me check to see. I think Duke. Hold on. Let me check. We're going off track. Continue. Okay. While you check for that, right? Mm-hmm. I saw something on Twitter. Like, you see something on Twitter every day that makes you want to delete the app. Literally every single day. Like, um, there was a conversation about uh, Russell Westbrook, right? He's been struggling this year. And they were playing against uh, the Timberwolves, who had Carl Anthony Towns. He's from Jersey. And Russell Westbrook, like, airballed, right? Mm-hmm. And Carl Anthony Towns made fun of him. Now, Carl Anthony Towns last year, not last year, 2020, he went through probably the most out of anybody in the NBA due to COVID because he lost seven family members, including seven? his mother. Damn. Right? Mm-hmm. And there are people, there's somebody on, uh, you know, on, on Twitter, I guess he was a, either a Russell Westbrook fan or a Lakers fan, because Carl Anthony Towns was making fun of Russell Westbrook, he was like, oh, at least Russell Westbrook still has his mother. That type of shit, like, you know, you what? see that and it's like... Alright, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I don't want to be here anymore. I've definitely heard of Twitter being out of pocket, but like that's just, that's just no. I would never do that to somebody. And, I don't care who you are. And that's like, that's pretty bad. It's not even. You see worse. <laughs> it's not even. Wait, wait, wait. It's really no, not. The worst. You see worse than somebody dissing somebody's dead mom. It's really not the worst. Yeah. It's really not the worst. Like if you ever like, yo, like uh-uh. imagine like. Just the most vile, the most vile, like out of pocket, out of mind, like you can't even think. And it's on there. You can't, I mean, what? you can't say that about like any other social media platform? No, no. How, what extent no. should it like, be going? They're like, like if you ever get on Twitter and you see like comments that say, don't look at the hidden re- uh, the hidden reply, because there are hidden replies where like, I think like the, cre- the tweet creator can like hide a reply, yo. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say on air like mm-hmm. the type of things that you'll see if you go through that hidden reply. Now like, I'm scared. Like, <laughs> now I'm scared. Honestly, I'll tell you, like, cause I started, so I'm already in it. 
I'm not gonna tell you don't do it, <laughs> but I'ma just warn you. Like, did you take a break from Twitter because of it? Yeah, I've taken a break from Twitter before. Yeah, that makes sense. How about from Instagram? Yes, I took like, I remember 2020 in October, I took like a month break from Instagram, just cause I was just like on it every day. I was on it every day, every day, every day. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember like when I came back, and one of my friends, he was like, "Oh, you went ghost." Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I got to take a break. And after that, we never talked again. Like, uh, no. Never talked again. That, he used to be my main man's, too. Wait, just simply because of that? Like, Or did y'all um, just fall off? We we felt, I mean, he moved, right? Okay. He moved. So, But we used to talk, like, every day mm-hmm. on Instagram. We used to, like, I don't think he had an fo- uh, iPhone, so we used to do the Snapchat FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, in Seattle, but that was my dog, man. That was, like, Damn. that was my first best friend in high school. And like one day, like recently, I was looking, I was looking uh, on Instagram, and I saw he didn't follow me anymore. Oh. And I was like, damn, man, all right. But then like, I sent, I sent his like, uh, what you call it to, like another account I had, and I saw he blocked me. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Wait, cause there was no bad blood between That's y'all. So I'm why saying. would he? I don't know what I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I did. Oh, yeah. but You're not I'm gonna. Like, would you ever hit him up? Nah, nah. Not anymore. After he did all of that, like just. I'm really not even mad at him. Like if he hit me up, I still be, you know, I still be cool. Cause there was no, there was no animosity. Bad, yeah, there was no animosity. I don't know what I did to him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's crazy. Um, as far as okay, as far as I'm just like that kind of person who will not hit you up if I don't see you, like in person at least. Mm. So for instance, I guess with my school friends, during the summer, I did not know you. Uh, I did not call you, didn't check up on you. And yeah, it sounds like I'm being a bad friend and everything. But that's just how I am, I guess. Like, I'm just going to be, I guess, hanging out with the people that I do see on a regular basis. Uh, Maybe my church friends and stuff like that. Because I see you every week, no matter what. Mm. So um, I guess I'm just, like, focusing on that for the time being because I don't really see you. Like, when it comes to, like, them me making plans with them and stuff like that, I'm always going to be iffy about it. And for some reason, I never knew, like, as to why I would because I've been friends with them for, like, the longest time. Like, I've known my high school friends now for about five years, um, and they go to the same college as me, too, and everything. But I don't really hang out with them that much. Why? Because I just don't see you. And then I complain about being lonely at college, (laughs) which (laughs) just is no, 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 no. This is the worst thing because I'm always complaining to like the friends that I do talk to about like, damn, bruh. Like, I don't be doing nothing. No. I don't be going to parties. I don't be doing nothing. <laughs> no. And I'll be like, you don't put yourself out there. I, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I do need to change that. I really do. And it's not like I'm boring or anything. <laughs> like, no. Like, I'm, but I just don't want to, for some reason, put myself out there like that. And would you ever, I guess, become internet friends with somebody? Internet friends? Somebody, have I ever been in a relationship? No, I haven't. Would you ever? But would I ever? Yeah, that's cool. But like at the same time, like it's how long is that gonna last? Yeah, and so that's why I'm just like, yeah, just do it too. But a lot of my friends, I've kept contact with them because I never left the house. I cannot stress this enough. I did not leave the house. So. <laughs> Like, a lot of my friends, that's how I kept contact with them over the phone. Like, especially during quarantine. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I needed the phone. And um, a lot of my friends, no, like, some of my friends from my old job, like, I still talk to them. Like, my friend Sam, I still, like, we be sending, like, memes, like, back and forth. Stuff. We don't even be, like, really talking, but we just send memes back and forth. <laughs> that's cute, that's like, cute. My, like, my old friend uh, Richards from uh, middle school, we just be sending, he just be sending me memes. I be sending him memes. He be sending me so yeah. So I'll be feeling bad because I'll be watching all of them. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, like, that's how I really keep contact with some of them. But um, in terms of that, like, internet friends. I'm not really for it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Us, mm, I, I could do it, but, like. Yeah, I don't think it'll, yeah, like you said, I don't think it'll last because I don't text either. Um, mm. I don't like texting. I'd rather FaceTime, but I'm only going to FaceTime you if I'm comfortable with you. So honestly, all hope is lost at that point. Um, I like I can't do it anymore. Um, but okay, uh, back to the topic of identity. At least uh, let's talk about the aspect of culture. How do you think culture has implemented itself into your uh, identity? 
I think, okay. So they're like a mix of different cultures, right? I, I feel like make up my identity. Because there's like the Haitian culture. The ice, yeah. Like what you got? That I got from home, that I got from church. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the American culture. Yeah. You know, from like, I guess the inner city, because I grew up in Orange. Mm-hmm. So like listening to hip hop music and coming home and rapping music and then like my, my family looking at me like. Oh yeah, like with the, the sandal ready in hand, yeah. like to beat you up. Like I remember when I was little, but like my, my cousin, he influenced Alex, he influenced that like a lot because he used to uh, show me like Kanye and like I used to see Lil Wayne on like MTV and stuff growing up and like my cousin Vanessa would be like, you better, you better not be listening to Lil Wayne. I think uh, just that culmination of cult, class of cultures, culmination of culture, just like created like who I am today. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, I really wouldn't have it any other way. I really wouldn't. A sports culture definitely mm-hmm. influenced me a lot. Um, watching people growing up like Kobe, LeBron, like definitely like I definitely like I always try to walk like them. I always try to talk like them, be like them. So yeah. I feel like for me, maybe, um, okay. I may be, okay, with me, like, growing up at a really young age, like, I don't know, getting to that, I guess, that mature point, um, when I was, like, maybe 13, I guess, 13, 14, instead of, like, the age that I am now, which I'm not saying that, like, I guess the right age to, uh, you know, reach that, I guess, point is, like, 18 and up, but, you know, I guess, like, my childhood didn't really have one, because it was always focused on my career, my future, and my mm-hmm. goals and stuff like that, which I should be worrying about now, not back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my parents, you know, them being Haitian, they're very strict. And so I guess I didn't have, like, I guess you can say the privilege of, like, uh, my family members, like, having that kind of influence on me as far as, like, uh, interests and, like, what uh, would influence me to become, like, the woman that I am today. Uh, my cousins, not, I think I only have one older cousin that I knew of, at least, because on my dad's side, all of them are in Haiti. On my mom's side, it was only one Ryan, and he's like, what, a year or two older than me, so he didn't really have that much of a jump on me either. Everybody else, all younger than me. Oh all God, came up through this. I think you came, I don't know, three years back. Um, but again, like we're not even that close, I guess, because we don't really talk that much. Um, and so I guess I was that person. Like, I was somebody else's been, uh, Alex. I was somebody yeah, else's been. because you're the oldest. Exactly, yeah. And so I guess I didn't really have that. Um, and so what I got, like, basically my overshadowing, overshadowing influences were my parents. Mm-hmm. And so they're the ones who instilled in me all, like, those uh, beliefs and stuff like that, all of those values. And I guess, yeah, growing up at a really young age, um, I guess you can say that I figured out that, that's not really what I wanted to believe in and what I want, like the path that I really wanted to follow. But then the bad side was I turned to social media instead because I didn't have those mentors. And uh, I guess, yeah, in some way it kind of helped. Like as far as certain issues, I think that I've recognized my stance on them, maybe as far as gender roles, stereotypes, or maybe like sexual assault and stuff like that. Like obviously, like I stand on those and I will forever stand on them. And I don't think that I would have made those um, standing, I would have made, I wouldn't have made those stances if it wasn't for social media. I'm just glad that I found myself on like, I guess the right side of social media Mm. that were able to show me that because the values were definitely different when it came to my parents. Growing up later in life, um, definitely got influenced as far as like interests like maybe music and stuff like that or like uh shows movies and stuff like that uh by my friends i surrounded myself by people who like obviously like they were the young ones they got influenced by like their older siblings and cousins and stuff like that like you were and so they showed those to me and then it just opened like an entire new entirely new world uh to like the things that i could choose from and i did um but i feel like (sighs) being the oldest and then, like, growing up, again, like I said, from, like, at a really young age and having all of these set goals, like, before me and everything, I realized all of those other integral parts of my identity too late. Mm. And so I guess, like, I'm grateful that I have reached it now, but still wish that I 
experienced it with, like, from the past? Yeah, I think that, like, my mom always was, like, and my family in general was always, like, you got to be successful. But they're never, like, you got to be successful as this or you got to be successful as that. I remember my grandma used to tell me to be a pastor. <laughs> but uh, that's because, but that's that's really that's really because what they tell me. I don't know if this is true or not, but they told me that I used to go around the house preaching. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know about all that. But um, they never like tried to influence me or put me in like a corner of anything that I had to do. And I definitely, because my family's chill for the most part. Um, <laughs> so. Um, so I'm thankful that they never did that. And I think a big, a big, I have to shout this out, a big influence in my life has been you two. Oh, we yeah. I can't believe I forgot about like, that. We grew up on YouTube. Like, in the mid-2000s, that's when YouTube oh, really yeah. started popping for real. And, like, that's when, like, because I remember growing up, the first, like, I don't know, like, maybe fucking third or fourth grade. That's when I really started listening to rap music like myself. My first favorite rapper was Eminem. Like I remember, I used to watch YouTube videos of Eminem all day long. Mm -hmm. I used to watch Till I Collapse, um, Lose Yourself. I remember looking up Eight Mile stuff, like hey. the, the movie he did. Like now, I think I hate to say this, but now I feel like Eminem's corny. It's crazy I mean, to say. But like, okay, <laughs> well, he, um, okay, I see, I see that. It's sad to say, but. Uh, and then, like, turning into, like, my side of YouTube uh, ended up being 2K YouTube, like, watching 2K videos all day, blah, blah, blah. Now, unfortunately, I don't really watch that stuff anymore, but I think that's because of the culture. But, yeah, like, YouTube is such a big, oh, and then reaction videos. Oh, my <laughs> God. I remember I used to think it was so stupid, but no, I was I, so hooked. The like, thing is, like, I'll still, if I ever am granted the opportunity, I'll still watch it today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause the thing about it too is cause I was a, I'm an only child, mm -hmm. right? So in the house is just me and my grandma. Once all my cousins you know moved, it was just me and my grandma. I'm I'm finna sit around and talk to talk to my grandma all day. <laughs> like no. So what I did, I watched reaction videos. And when you would watch the reaction videos, a great reactor would like you. I I used to think it was so stupid because it's like yo, I'm sitting here watching <laughs> someone else watch a video, but like. It really made you feel like you were watching it with, with them, you know? Yeah, I and see that. that that's that's a craft. Oh, so, and you can make you really can make money doing anything in America like this. Oh yeah, <laughs> you really can. Oh yeah, like as long as you're good at it, it it's gonna get you bread. It doesn't matter what it is. Watching videos, you can sit down and watch a video and make however much money they could. They be. I'd be seeing them on Instagram all dripped out. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Rolls Royce, like, yo, you made that from sitting down watching videos. Come on. But so. on top of, well, okay, on uh, going off of that topic at least, um, I feel like sometimes people let the fame get to them mm -hmm. a lot. And as far as, like, it'll never appeal to me how people want to, like, always dress like a specific way as far as like you know if they have the money and then they're just gonna go ahead and buy all these luxury brands and stuff like that just make it known to the world that they have all of this and then like there's always that argument uh that combats it it's like yeah so you see all of these like huge billionaires and you see them just wearing like a replica tee and some shorts out in california and then you have like austin McBroom like just walking out in like some balenciaga for just just because just because and um, honestly, like I'll never understand that. Um, what's it called? Yeah, I don't know. I'll just never understand that. Like I understand that uh, there's like a certain aesthetic, I guess, when it comes to like that bougie lifestyle and everything. But it just gets too far. It goes too far. And then like, as far as people posting on social media and like what they want people to know. Once it gets out that that's not really the lifestyle that you're living, it just looks bad on you. Then, mm. like on top of that, and so for me at least, like I I never want to. Not saying that I'm gonna be rich or anything like that. It's I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm gonna be comfortable. That's all I want to say. <laughs> but I would never do that. I would never do that personally, and I would never like advise somebody to do that either. Because again, that just messes uh, messes you up, and also on terms of identity. Um, 
I don't think people who do that, they don't have one at all. Mm. They don't have a personality. They don't have like set, uh, I can set parameters for themselves or anything like that, which I think is the only thing that's gonna be following you around until like the day you die, to be honest. Like the things that you set for yourself, the values, the beliefs and everything that encompasses you as a person, like that's just gonna be with you for the long run. In every single relationship that you ever account to yourself in, like they're gonna see that and so you just need to make sure that it's as authentic and genuine as you possibly can make it and i feel like that's the most important part um at least on my part you know? i feel like if you got it flown it for me if you got it yeah i can't tell you not to spend you know what to spend your money on i don't like that like when people say that oh uh so-and-so billionaires you know they wear regular t-shirts mm -hmm. okay okay <laughs> what that gotta do with me like, got money for God. you feel me like they not paying me to to, to, to wear it. No, mm -hmm. I got this money. I made the money, you feel me? They made yeah. their money. That's what they want to do. Mm -hmm. I want to do what I want to do with my money, you feel me? Like, yeah, no, I understand. Um, but, like, in terms of me, I feel like... <clears throat> I definitely do feel like everyone looks the same nowadays. And everyone, like, does the same thing in terms of, like, thinking they're different and trying to be eccentric and doing, like, going over the top. I think that style nowadays. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a hater. Mm. I don't want to sound like a hater. Mm -hmm. But like, no. I think that I think that everyone like, everyone's either like going in the same lane, or they're trying too hard to be different. Yeah. But I digress because that's not my business. I'm lame. You feel me? Oh, like, uh, don't do that. But, uh, um, I think that. Uh, I think that like in terms of me, in terms of finding my identity, I just like find things that I like, like. And things that are cheap too, because when I when I heard you, I heard, I, th I thought about you like talking about like like how much money these people spend on like these certain things. And I remember my mom said something like, um, she said, anything that you like pay, I think there was like a sign somewhere, it was like anything that you pay a million dollars for, you could find it for one dollar, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I went to Old Navy one time, and I had like these, I I was looking for some joggers, so I'm. Looking for the joggers, I bought like two joggers for like thirty dollars, and I bought some socks. Came to seventy eight dollars, right? What? Yeah, two joggers and some socks, seventy eight dollars, oh. right? I'm thinking like, damn, this is what I'm gonna have to, you know? Yeah. And I remember my mom used to always take me to Marshalls. We never went to like those like those type of stores, like Old Navy's or like H and M's like that. You know, H and M got them seven them seven dollar tees. Oh yeah, and they're good so, quality too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh. So I went to Marshall's. Tell me why I found like them same joggers for like fifteen dollars. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, I'm in here. Like I know, I know why my mom was at Marshall's twenty four seven now. Like, mm -hmm. and especially growing up, like now spending my own money, I'm oh. starting to see that type of. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to see the reason why my mom was. You know, like, oh my God, there's this meme. Uh, where it was like, now that I'm spending my money. I realized my mom was right. We do got food at home. Like, yeah. <laughs> McDonald's money, that's non-existent. Yeah, yeah. I don't have it. I don't so, have the funds. I love, like, and I love, I love uh, how me growing up is, like, making my relationship with my mom and my grandma, too, because it's, like, I'm starting to actually see the things that they were talking about now that I actually, you know? Yeah. And we can laugh about it. Oh, yeah. And I like that dynamic. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, um. Yeah, in terms of money and style, me, I, I like to keep it simple. You feel me? Tea, jeans, Crocs. I go everywhere in my Crocs. <laughs> I go everywhere in my Crocs. I go to class bummy every day. Oh, Money, yeah. I don't care Sweats, anymore. Crocs. I, you feel me? Like, in terms of style, like, I really don't. I never really feel the need to do too much or stand I, out. I understand. I think uh, maybe it was quarantine that got me. Uh, quarantine, you know. Everybody's always posting on TikTok and Instagram and everything and whatnot. And I guess I got into that loophole of, like, aesthetics and stuff like that. And so, you know how, like, there are always, like, these certain types of aesthetics. And, like, people always want to, like, fit into one and, like, dress a certain way and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I got to choose one now. Because, you know, this is fun or whatever. Like, I get to, like, uh, compose my entire wardrobe around it and everything. Like, go on Pinterest and everything. Nah, you, and, nah, <laughs> you put it together. You put it together, too. Because 
I'm thinking I'm thinking about two posts right now. I'm thinking about the mass appeal orange rhyme with the orange dress. You see it's like, and then I the green like... with the smoking green I'm spending <laughs> by with the with the blue. yo, you put it together. Oh my God. You did. You really did. But I just felt like it wasn't me, to be honest. I was just like fitting into like a certain stereotype. I feel like okay, those pictures though, I I they I, were I, did, cold. I did I did they that. Were cold. I did that. Did. I loved the suit for like I still have it inside of my closet and will I ever wear it again? I don't think so. Maybe. I definitely will, maybe. Like, to another event or something like that. But the captions just worked so well. Nah, it, you had to. You had to. You had to. Like, I, it it would have been wrong if you didn't. No, so. for real, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, just fitting into a certain aesthetic. And then, like, it just came to a point where I just didn't care anymore. Like, I just wear sweatpants every, everywhere I go. And then I'm just looking at my friends who actually put effort into their clothing and their outfits and stuff like that. It's, like, literally, okay, I'm looking at, um, I think there's a TikTok page for Yard Fits at Howard. And everybody's always dressed up. And I was, like, if I ever went to Howard, I don't think I could keep up with that. I don't think I could because um, I just, number one, I don't have the money mm. to go ahead and buy all those clothes. <laughs> and number two, I don't have, I'm, I'm too lazy to go ahead and just wake up every day and be like, hmm, I got this. And like, I wake up at 8.20 for my class at 8.30. Mm-hmm. I can't do exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Tell me about it. Yeah, so now, like, I guess, like, I've just come to the conclusion about myself that my identity is not going to be established through my clothing and, like, what I wear and stuff like that. Um, I'm just gonna choose what feels right to me, what I'm comfortable in, mm-hmm. at least. And like, maybe if it's like clothing that like symbolizes something that I believe in, I'll wear that too. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, my You Matter hoodie. I love Demetrius Harmon. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I, I wanted to get one of those too, but I never got one. Oh, they're, they're, they're a bit expensive. I, like, literally, I had to save up for that hoodie. Like I, once he said that he was gonna drop them, I was like, I have to get one. And at work, I was like busting my ass. Like I was trying to get one, and I did get one. I'm not gonna get one for another ten years though, mm. because. But like again, his message and everything about mental health and whatnot. I was just like, yeah, I definitely believe Rachel in that. Marks. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like I remember him from um, Divine Days and everything, and I was just like, yeah, like I need to absolutely support this. Um, but yeah, like that's really the only thing that I'll be spending my money on as far as clothing. And there's also no shame in wearing something again, like two oh, yeah. days in a row. I don't or something know like why that. people. That's so weird. I don't know why people do that. But me, I would, like you said, comfort. Comfort is a hundred percent for me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be. Uh, these shoes, <laughs> these shoes hurt, but they look nah, no. So, like, Crocs every single day, everywhere. My mom was literally like so mad at me for the last couple of days because we're doing the, cru- the crusade at the church, mm-hmm. and I just go in sweats and Crocs and hoodie. Be like, you can't go to church like that. It's always the it's argument like, like, oh, yeah, God. Like, you know, you need to dress up for him and everything. God can accept it, me the way I am. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You feel me? Like, and it's, it's like, it's not even a Saturday. Like, I don't, I don't even care. Sunday. And now, like, before, like, when I was, like, younger, it might have a little bit more influence on me because, like, she's in control of everything. Like, now that I'm old, like, you know, it's just, she really- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's just, yeah. it's just smoking mirrors. Nah, <laughs> no. I was just let you talk, and I'm just end up doing what I want. Anything, yeah, you, know, so. you can't stop me or anything like that. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, as far as maybe church goes, okay, I'll like dress up on a Saturday because you know it's leggies. Like, mm-hmm. of course I'm going to go and do it. But uh, I remember Bible studies at uh, Friday nights and everything. I pulled on a sweatshirt. Pulled on leggings, a skirt, just because. And call it a day. And call it a day. <laughs> like, that was it. Maybe some boots and wheels cold outside because I didn't want to freeze. But that was really it. And I honestly just did not care. And I think that that's one of the things that's going to take you far in life. Just not, not caring. Yeah. Caring about the things that obviously are important to you. But as when you just establish, like, what is and what's not, like, what's significant and what's, like, just so minuscule to, like, it just makes sense, and it all falls together, and then you really don't need to worry about anything that anybody else really says about you, to be honest. Yeah, I was thinking about that when you were talking about um, social media, because, like, you care so much about, like, yo, how, how are people going to look at me when yeah. I post this? How am I going to be looked at? Oh, I didn't get enough likes. Damn, let me hide oh, the likes. You know what I'm saying? It's very, it's very, it's very, it's very uh, tiring. It's it very tiring. 
idea. Like, and I'm an overthinker too. Oh, so if I were to go ahead and just worry about that constantly, like it would just overtake me. Like checking Instagram every other minute Mm -hmm. and just like seeing if like certain people liked it or like if enough Mm -hmm. people liked (laughs) it. Like, and it's just it's draining like we said like I don't want to go ahead and put myself through something like that I feel like life's definitely too short to um, have to worry about what other people think of me oh yeah oh definitely and like especially when like it's just the one thing I saw this the other day on Instagram too but I realized this a little while ago like most people do not matter like at all nope especially on Instagram because a lot of these people like you know or you've seen before, but you don't even know at all. But like, you're probably never gonna even see them again. That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember. I, okay, so I'm a server at the job that I'm at, and you know, like, are, there's obviously going to be those people who are just rude for no reason. They're gonna be like talking down on you for, I don't know, like your food came out cold. What did I have to do with that? Mm-hmm. Like the runners did. Server, yeah, exactly. Like I'm just giving you drinks and like putting in your orders and stuff like that. Um, but then like, I you when I first started, I was like, it would just get down on me like I would just be thinking about that one specific person and everything but like now that I've grown I'm just like am I ever gonna see her again am I ever gonna have to converse with her again probably not like there's a 99.9% chance that I will never see her so why do I need to go ahead and just dwell on that for such a long and extended period of time like it's just taking up all of my I don't need to do all of that and as far as like people regularly like like as far as let's say the friend that I guess blocked you and everything or whatnot like yeah there's no bad blood between you or anything but I'm not gonna go ahead and just continuously think what did I do wrong or like was I supposed to do this or anything like that if that were to ever happen no yeah. I'm just gonna continue and move on like there's really nothing much to it that was my dog bro I don't know <laughs> you that. that was my dog man <laughs> But at the same time, it's like, you know, life, 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 it, this is another thing, too, I've been thinking about a lot lately, because I was just talking to Kaina, mm-hmm. and she was telling me about, you know, how she wants to uh, get an apartment and uh, do things she said she was going to do with you. Oh, yeah, I'm crashing. Yeah. I'm crashing under her place. Um, uh, for grad school and stuff like that, and I was just thinking about, you know, like, we all grew up together in the church, but, like, we're all going to go our separate ways. Eventually. And at the end of the day, like, we all, we all go our separate ways, and, you know, that's that's life. It's sad. It really is sad. It really hurts. But like, um, accepting change is something I definitely have issue with. I, like, I have a problem with like accepting like just like things change. Yeah. You know, people go away, and I I'm definitely trying to just learn to accept that things change. Yeah, I remember um, when I was in high school. At least you know how like basically a bunch of uh, the people at church at least like the young the youth um they were class of 2021 mm-hmm. like a bunch of them mm-hmm. and so like now it's only like a select few who like commute and they don't dorm and everything so like people like uh jeremiah like sebastian like they're all like off on college and they're just living their best life and everything and then i'm over here still at church going here every single saturday mm-hmm. with my parents and stuff like that and i feel like uh transitioning into that state instead of like seeing all like all of them just on a Saturday and all of us just like joking around or like when we would go to retreats and stuff like that like that was just so fun for no reason um but like now obviously we're never gonna have that again never like we're all old enough especially with COVID like that just accelerated the process and so like I don't know it's it's heartbreaking because you know I'm never gonna go through that again. But I guess it's okay to look back, like the whole nostalgia thing and stuff like that. Yeah, and you know, I I don't know. I guess we'll have weddings when you when some of you guys get married, yeah. or you know, we'll see each other again. But like at the end of the day, we all go back to our regular lives. We all go back to, you know. And I'm just like grateful that, uh, you got like we were all together at one point. Yeah. And just be grateful of the journey. Yeah. And like it definitely added to like who I am today as far as my personality and like the, again, the values and the beliefs that I have. Like all, a lot of them came from like you guys and stuff like that. Um, mm. When I realized that I should destroy from what my parents believe. And again, like I'm grateful for that. And I will always remember that to be honest. Yeah, and, then, that saved me. and then too, to look forward to the future because you know, there are great things coming ahead, oh, you yeah. know, and can't always be looking back at the past that's my problem i'm always looking back at the past but like when you it's just when you say like you know sebastian and jeremiah they're off at college and you know we're still here going to church every single day every single saturday every single 
mm-hmm. every single Saturday uh, with our parents. And I was just thinking, like, man, I remember, because I want to leave New Jersey so bad. Oh, yeah, I can't stay here. <laughs> and, like, I had the whole, that's why I worked so hard in high school. And I had the whole thing lined up. And then, lo and behold, this is really, for real, for real, I know, like, we're kind of getting off topic. Okay. But, like, for real, for real, like, this whole COVID thing, I'm not going to say it's the reason I believe in God, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, because, like, <laughs> like, it just made me realize, like, who would have thought, like, who would have thought, when I was in, when I was a sophomore, when I was a junior, thinking about what college I was going to go to, I would have never guessed that there would have been somebody in China eating a bat. <laughs> and it would just, like, literally turn the world upside down. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it happened, and I couldn't control that. Mm-hmm. And because of that, my the school that I um, was waitlisted to, that because uh, I, it's a long story, mm-hmm. but I ended up not going to the school that I wanted to go to, mm-hmm. and I ended up having to stay in New Jersey. And it was just like, you know what? But I'm gonna retire debt free. Okay. I mean, retire. <laughs> Graduate debt free. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? God got a plan. Cause if I'm gonna retire debt free, re- oh my God. <laughs> Graduate. Graduate debt free. Then God must have something to worship me. I don't know. Cause yeah. having that hanging over my head would be very stressful too. Oh yeah. So yeah. I feel like I need to realize that too. Like if I was like my whole, uh, I guess the religious aspect or like the spiritual aspect of my identity um, goes. The COVID, um, I guess on my For You page on TikTok, I was seeing a lot of God loves you and everything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Like read your Bible. Like you don't need to worry about the entire situation that we're in right now because he got us. And I got into it like way more than I ever had. Um, when I was like, and I, you know, you grew up in the church, like mm-hmm. you would expect that. I don't know, sometime when I was like maybe 13 or when I got baptized even, like I would just have that connection with God. I didn't. Um, and then like, I guess I was trying to like form it in the beginning of quarantine. It went away. And like now obviously I'm working on it and stuff like that. But yeah, like there were just like a whole bunch of different factors and like aspects, especially like recently that like led me to, I guess like, venture out into like that entire field and I'm glad that it did to be honest like I am happy to say that a lot of my experiences they have contributed to who I am today and I'm glad like I'm glad that they did because I I I like the person that I am right now Mm -hmm. yes could I grow definitely I'm not perfect and I will never be perfect but you know I could always hope and I could always reach and dream and honestly like I'm just waiting until like I become that person that I'm, like, my younger self is proud of. Yeah. Like, I just want that for myself. Yeah, recently, I mean, uh, I've been thinking about just, like, who I am now and who I wanted to be, how I wanted to feel about myself. That's, this is why I'm such a big fan of Kanye, for real, for real, right? <laughs> because, like, Kanye, yes, he's delusional, right? <laughs> but he's notorious for loving himself. Yeah. And you can't tell him anything about right. himself. And I just love that because, like, I feel like we live in a world, especially with social media, like, where it's, like, you're always trying to live up to somebody's standards. You're always looking at yourself like, I'm not enough. And, like, the man just, I don't know where he gets it from, but he just has supreme confidence and, like, and, and love for himself. And that's something I always wanted. I'm not there. I'm not delusional. I don't think I would hope <laughs> yeah. But, like... I really admire that, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've gotten to a place recently where, like, I can really say I do, like, admire myself. Like, when I look in the mirror, like, I like what I see, mm-hmm. and that's a really big thing for me to say because I didn't always feel that way. Oh, so, definitely not. Like, yeah. self-esteem was not at its peak. Definitely in, in high, high school? school? <laughs> <laughs> Man. I was literally, and mind you, I... I went to a high school where it was like 70 people in our uh, senior class, like our graduating class. And so you would think that, okay, like you're like in a much smaller environment, meaning that you have a much bigger presence. And honestly, like maybe that messed with my head, maybe. I don't know what exactly, but it just wasn't it for me. I did not like high school Mm. at all. 
and a lot I, a lot of people don't say that because they always say like yeah I loved high school but like there's the people who peaked in high school like senior year yeah I would hate to peak I would hate to peak it's just I remember in high school I would see like okay I would see like I remember one time seeing this picture of the weekend before he like grew up and like pause but like the weekend looks good though no he does he like, does and like I was just thinking like yo like he was like he kind of looked he kind of looked crazy like yeah. in that old picture yeah. and I was just thinking like man I can't wait to hit my <laughs> I can't wait to hit my like I just want to and I'm glad to say that it's not there I'm not yeah, but you can't rush it. Exactly, you can't. And like when it actually happens, I'll be man. You can't tell me anything. <laughs> you won't be able to tell me jack. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad that I did it in high school. High school was like just a mess for me. I did not like it. Um, when it came to like uh, college and stuff like that, you know, like I had my dream school or whatnot. Didn't get into my dream school, and so I feel like that also messed with like. Okay, so if I was working towards this like all my life, what's the point now? What what oh the my heck is the God. point? Oh my god. And goodness. so like I realize now that you just gotta make the best of the situation that you're in. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's that's why I like that's why I, that it really strengthened my belief in God because it was like I had a plan. I had a plan. I had a platform. <laughs> and I did not get it. <laughs> you didn't get it. But like at the same time, it's like you're seeing you, you're not in the situation you wanted to be in, so now you have to look around. But then you realize, hey, this is good, and this is pretty good too, and I can do this too. You know what? Things might turn out fine. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm, I'm not rushing it. Mm-hmm. It'll happen, and my time will come. Um, I just gotta, like, have faith that it will. Mm-hmm. And then, like, actually, like, actively work towards it too. Like, I don't wanna give up or anything like that simply because it's just, I'm probably, like, in it for the long run or anything like that. Like, I got it, I just gotta take my time. Well, thank you, Jonathan, for coming on to episode six. It was lovely talking to you. And you want to plug in your little podcast? Thank you for we... having me. Um, God willing, if we ever get started, <laughs> um, uh, the name of the podcast is going to be Keep It a Stack. It's going to be with my friends Abdullah and my other friend Shibundu mm-hmm. from Rutgers Newark. And God willing, we'll get started soon. I can't give you guys a timeline, okay. but uh, I'll let y'all know for we'll sure. We'll be listening to it. Thank you again, and I will see you guys later at the round table. Bye, guys.